Hey everyone, and welcome to the JC Show. I'm Joey. And I'm Connor. And today we're going to be talking about our own personal experiences with mental health, just sort of bouts of depression or issues with anxiety we've experienced throughout our life so far. So uh, I was going to hand it off to Connor to begin this conversation. Yeah, as Joey said, we're going to be talking about mental health, personal experiences with mental health to be exact. Now we're going to try and keep it more generalized. In the past, we went all over talking about what social media causes but we're going to talk about when it started, how it ended up, and how it's an evolving thing. Now, when I was about five or six years old, I can't remember if it's five or six, but anyway, that's my first bit of depression that I felt. That's when I was the first spurt, and it lasted for about a year and a half, two years, and I had no idea what was going on. I would wake up in the morning, I'd be depressed, I'd go to bed, I'd be depressed. And then my parents, they put me in counseling when I was about seven and a half. And I think that really helped me build on myself as an individual, mainly because without going to counseling, without doing all that, I wouldn't be to the point I am now. But when I first started uh, counseling, I didn't know what was going on. I would go to counseling, I'd sit there, and I'd be quiet. I I wouldn't want to talk, I wouldn't want to look at them, I'd stare at my hands or the floor the ceiling and just not talk. And when I finally started opening up, it was completely new to me. It felt like I got this weight lifted off my shoulders. And that was the first time I realized, like, yeah, this is an important thing. This is something that I need to do to get better, to get to the point I want in life. And overall, in my opinion, counseling is a very helpful thing, at least for me. So when I was about eight, that's when anxiety and stress started kicking in. So I was depressed, stressed, anxious. I had no clue what was going on. I would have panic attacks in the middle of the day. I wouldn't know why. But over time, I started learning what the causes were. I remember one cause was if I had something too loud, it would cause some sort of heavy breathing. Or if I heard a bang and I didn't know what it was, it would cause me to have this massive anxiety. And so I started pinpointing the issues, the beginnings, and the starts and the ends of it, so I could talk about it with a counselor. And I think that's a very important thing to do if you are noticing when it starts. You write it down on a notepad or something, it's very helpful. And uh, when I was about nine years old, that's when my school life kind of went downhill. I had to cut back to a quarter of a day, from six hours to an hour and a half. I dropped almost all my classes. I was to the point where I didn't have friends. I would argue with with everybody that was around me. I I didn't want anything to do with life. I wouldn't accept the fact that some people are there to help and some people are there to be detrimental to my mental health. And I didn't want to test it, you know. And so when I first started going downhill, I started realizing the impact it has on the people around me. And like my parents and everything, they were starting to get stressed. They would be getting calls and it would be stressing them out. They'd be worrying about me. And overall, it made me feel sad because I was sad. And then when I was making somebody that I really care about sad, it was it was like, geez, what am I, why, what, just go away. It started picking back up when I was around 11 years old. And then that lasted for about a year. And during that year, I got most of the work that I missed in the past years done like math english social science all those but then around 13 and a quarter that's when i started going downhill big time again i would wake up and i'd stay in bed i'd call the school and say i'm sick even though i wasn't and i know a lot of people feel like this who have anxiety stress depression they try and find excuses to get away from the reality that they need to do now i know excuses is a bit of a harsh word but you 
put it multiple ways. You can put it excuses, you can put it ways that you're thinking you're helping yourself, but in reality, the way you can help yourself the most is by taking on those fears, taking on the things that could be stressful and make you anxious, and you can really build off of those to make a difference. Keep in mind, I was in counseling that whole time, all the way from from seven and a half to 16. But if we go to, well, it's 14 and a half. I was in grade nine, first junior year of high school. And oh my God, I think I touched this on the on a topic in the last one, in the marketing, the things that social media can have a massive effect on mental health. It was very hard for me to get into the rhythm. I would go, I wouldn't talk to people. And I started noticing a rhythm, like a, a pattern. I would go to school, I wouldn't talk, I would feel worse. I would, and then I would go home and I would argue and I'd feel worse because I make my parents and the people around me feel bad, right? And so the thing about it is, the way I, I started working towards achievements is I took a small goal and I made it even smaller. And by that, I mean I would, let's say, get it out of bed. Yeah, like I'm not even joking, that used to be one of my goals, is to just get out of bed and get ready. I'd made that even smaller. My goal was just to open my eyes and just open my eyes. That was it. And then I slowly built up the goals. Like I would open my eyes and then I eventually sat up. Then I stood up. Then I, you know, I built up to the place I am now. And that's what a lot of people need to do to be able to overcome the emotional distress and the emotional impacts they feel. Because when you are laying in bed, you're not helping anybody. You're not helping yourself. You're not helping the people who care about you. You're overall just making it harder to succeed in the environments that you, that you are in. Joey, do you want to add anything? Should I talk about my past with mental health now? Yeah. All right. Um, mine's complicated. I wasn't formally diagnosed with depression and anxiety until I was 17 years old. Before then, it was just sort of, I don't know, maybe I was just a little anxious or just a little awkward or maybe sometimes I just felt sad or something. So when you bring up the fact that you were depressed as a, uh, how old were you when you I said? I was about five and a half is when I was first diagnosed with uh, ADHD. And that's when I really started to, that's when I first remember experiencing my first uh, thoughts about, oh, I'm not worth it. And, oh, I don't belong here. And yes, it's such a very young age. A lot of people don't get diagnosed with that. I wasn't diagnosed with depression until I was six, six and three quarters. It was about a year and a quarter of me of not knowing what the heck was going on. Sorry for the interruption, but I'd like to thank today's sponsor. If you hadn't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's a free platform with plenty of tools to allow you to edit and record your podcast from your phone or computer. And it will distribute your podcast for you to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Plus, you can make money from your podcast using their built-in monetization features. It has everything you need to make a podcast. So, download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's still very young, because, like I said, I was diagnosed at 17 years old. But then looking back at my life, I don't know if I had, like symptoms or however you describe it yeah i noticed that with a lot of people is especially people who grew up in the early 2000s to late 90s they experienced it but they didn't fully understand the length of it so what were some of your experiences because for me when i first realized like oh i need to see if i have depression i was six and a half 
And that was the first time I was suicidal. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, it's a whole lot less serious. It's just situations where I think back and I don't know how to put it. I guess I was considered a more sensitive child. Like, I remember in elementary school, I was it was my birthday and I uh, got my little hot lunch and it had a crappy little birthday cupcake in it. And I just sat at my uh, table in the cafeteria and I just sat alone and just something about that just being alone just i just broke down in the middle of the cafeteria and it's just it's situations like that where things hit me probably harder than they probably should i don't know if that's a good way to put it well in that kind of time you're vulnerable so if you're experiencing depression everything seems a lot more magnified so it may not seem like a lot to some but when you have depression anxiety or stress or self-confidence issues Let's say you're sitting alone and you think to yourself, oh, what if I don't have any friends? That will turn into like, oh, I'll never have friends. I'll, I'm going to die alone. I'm never going to get married. I'm going to fail in life. And that's what that did for me. I didn't have a friend all the way up until... Actually, yes, I didn't have a friend from grade 2 all the way to grade 10. So I would invite people to my birthday party and uh, nobody would come. And I, that would get me very, very down. Yeah, I don't know. My... Uh... Besides that, it's only, like, probably, if anything, memories that I don't fully remember and maybe, like, might get brought up or, like, I might remember at some point. But I think another time I can really think about it is maybe middle school and early high school. I don't know if it was just I really didn't want to go to school if I was anxious or nervous for some reason. But I'd, like, physically make myself sick with how anxious I was. I'd be on the verge of throwing up just with how anxious I was. I think I had several sick days because I just felt sick and I was just like, I don't know, I just can't go to school. And it's one of those things where at the time I was just like, oh, I don't I don't know, I just feel sick. But looking back, I'm like, oh yeah, that was anxiety because I experienced the same stuff when I was formally diagnosed with depression anxiety. So middle school, early high school, just sort of feeling sick and anxious and senior high school rolls around. I was doing okay in class. I was in, I don't know, Calculus 2, Physics 2, Spanish 3. I was taking some, like, technically honors level. They were, it was a different sort of sort of course format, but they are technically, like, honors level English, science, math. And suddenly my grades started slipping because I wasn't studying. And I think my whole life I've been told that I, I'm smart. I got, like, a... I don't know, IQ test when I was maybe less than 10 years old. I don't remember what I got. And my parents are always like, oh, you're, you're a smart kid. You're a smart kid. So I'm just like, oh, I'm smart. I don't need to study. And so senior year rolls around. I never studied. And all of a sudden, my grades are failing. And I'm just like, maybe I'm not smart. Maybe I just can't do anything. And so it was just a downward spiral from that. I remember feeling depressed in like the early half of my uh, senior year. And I remember saying to my mom that if, if I don't feel better by January, I don't know if I'll be able to graduate. Semi-sarcastically trying to get my parents' attention that I needed some assistance, which, I mean, they took it, but I fully did not expect that to come true. And it nearly did. After Christmas came and went, 
I got re hit really hard with depression and anxiety. I wouldn't want to get out of bed. I had no interest in things. Even video games I lost interest in for the most part. I would just lay in bed and look at the wall. And, and so that nearly caused me to drop out of high school. And I basically, through a combination of lots of help from my school, with thanks to uh, lots of help from my school in the form of dropping classes and adjusting my class load so I had less complicated classes, as well as lots of support from a uh, counselor and as well as my parents, I was able to push through and make it through to the uh, end of high school and I graduated. And if you look at the, the picture of me when I was up on the stage graduating, you can see just how just how happy I was because I'd actually did it. I uh, was just thrilled to have actually gotten there. Yeah, you know, I think support is one of the most important things you don't have support it's gonna be even harder to get through it's never impossible but until you find that one thing to support you whether it's a counselor whether it's family friends teachers anything that you can find latch onto and hold it because they may not be there forever it may come back and you gotta fight it while you can right you, you can't give in to the stuff that goes on in your head because that will let it win instead of letting yourself win, you know? You can't give in to depression. You can't give in to anxiety. And yes, I know you can't, you can't, you can't. Everybody says that. But I know it's complicated. And it's very, very hard to understand that fact and comprehend it while you're going through stuff. Like, I have to tell myself that every day. But the, the reminder is, is that it's never impossible. The more you try, the harder you try, the easier it will get. The more you push, the harder you push, the easier it will get. So, basically, my advice of the day, just try your best. That's all you can really do. You don't need to be a superstar. You don't need to make millions. You don't need to have a large friend group. Just try your best. That's all people can do in life, right? So. All right. Is that everything we wanted to cover today? Yeah. It's a, another very heavy episode, but we're going to try and alternate it, have these heavy episodes, and then... The next episode's a bit more lighthearted and hopefully just provide nice contrast. So you'd still get good advice, but it's not constantly talks of depression and issues like that. So thanks for listening. If you want to find out all the platforms you can listen to us on, go to anchor.fm slash JC show. If you want to support us on Patreon, go to patreon.com slash JC show. And if you want to message us on Twitter to suggest a topic that we should talk about or a, just a situation that you're dealing with, go to at the JC Show Zero. Thanks for listening. Bye bye.